Hello, and welcome to I Am Broken. This is your host, Robin, and I want to say thank you for joining me. Before I go into what thank you. Thank you for your goodness. Thank you for your mercies, Father God. Thank you for your compassion and your love, Father God. Thank you for your kindness and understanding, Father God. Most importantly, I thank you for your thank you for your spirit, and I thank you for your love. Now, Father God, if there's anything in us tonight that's not like you, whether it's in our word, action, deed, and or our thoughts, we ask for forgiveness, believing in faith where we are faithless, you are still yet faithful to purify and cleanse us of all our unrighteousness. And we also pray that if we've wounded or offended anyone, that they too will forgive us for those offenses or transgressions committed against them, knowing and unknowingly, Father God. And so, Lord, I thank you that tonight will be like no other night, Father God, because you will be the words and I will just be a vessel that you will use to bring forth your word, Father God. And I pray, Father God, that it falls on good ground, Father God, that those that hear it may take it and run with it and share it, Father God. And so, Lord, I just give you honor. I give you glory and I give you praises in the name of your son, I pray. Amen. Well, welcome back. I know we was just here on Tuesday, but this is an awesome and special time. I am kicking off Women's History Month. So this month, all month long, I am going to be giving women their flowers, celebrating the awesomeness of women that I believe and feel like are making an impact, making history, setting trends and trails for other women to come behind them or to come through the trail. They're trailblazers, trendsetters. And so I'm going to be honoring and celebrating women all this month. And I hope that if you have time, that you will either join me here or either on Instagram. I don't know if I might do a Zoom. I don't know. I just know that we, I want to celebrate women all month. So tonight I'll be talking about Women's History Month. Why did God create women is the topic. It is an insight, perspective, and information through my eyes and experiences by being relatable, transparent, and vulnerable. And it is my hope that through my sharing, it will expand your knowledge and understanding to help you or someone you know get through. So I'm asking you to sit back, relax, and get ready to be motivated and inspired. So again, it's an awesome time because it is Women's History Month. And we get a whole month, you know, and I think that that in itself is extremely awesome. Why? Because women, their contributions to culture, society, it is powerful. It is impactful. It's making statements and we should celebrate one another. Women should celebrate other women, no matter what culture, no matter what color, no matter what background you come from. We should be supportive of one another. Why? Because what good will it do you to tear down another woman? 
<laughs> it's not going to make you really look that much more better than them by tearing them down. Um, so let's just celebrate each other. So, of course, you know, I'm the Google queen. I Google everything and I pick out what I believe to be factual. You know, last week we well on Tuesday, not really last week, but this week on Tuesday, we talked about being able to tell the real from the fake. So I try to pick out things that I think will be beneficial to the topic. And then, you know, I put my own little spin on it, give, you know, share some of my own experiences. And I tie God's word into that because I believe that being transparent and being vulnerable before my audience is the key and the best thing that I could ever do. Um, so want to celebrate women. And like I said, I Google. So what is Women's History Month? Well, Women's History Month is a celebration of women's contributions to history, culture, and society. So now, I honestly believe that that is awesome in itself. So they have dedicated a month to us, y'all, to us. So in turn, we get to honor other women doing awesome things, whether they made it in a history book or not. They're making history in itself. Like I said, they will be trailblazers, trendsetters, go-getters, you know, blazing paths for other women, young women, young girls to look up to, admire, admonish, you know, aspire to be, you know, trailing the path. It is also dedicated, a dedicated month to reflect on the often overlooked contributions of women. Not that we don't get our props, y'all. Let's just be truthful. We do get our props. Um, some more than others, depending on who they are, um, what they know, what they're doing. Um, but if you're a woman and you're out there getting it, as far as I'm concerned, you making history, whether it's in a book or not. Um, International Women's Day, a global celebration of the econ economic, political, and social achievements of women is reflected on the eighth day of the month of March. So next week will be Inter International Women's Day, and that's going to be celebrated globally. So not just here in the United States are women paving ways and paths for other women, but this is global, y'all. So you got women everywhere from all different faces and facets of the earth, the world, um, all different cultures that are doing it. They're setting trends, paving ways. So I want to give them their flower now, you know, because we know that tomorrow is not guaranteed or promised to anyone. So we should be celebrating one another today. You know, if you have breath in you, celebrate another woman, compliment her, 
It costs you nothing. It don't cost us anything. It's a time to reflect on and celebrate the achievements of amazing women throughout history. So, you know, we just came out of Black History Month. And of course, a lot of times people, you know, a lot of the kids are learning about Rosa Parks. Um, I don't know if too many of them learn about Coretta Scott King, you know, um, just different ones in that nature that did phenomenal. Harriet Tubman, you know, that did phenomenal things in their era, right? But there are more women than just those who made it in the books that have contributed something to our culture, this world. So, which leads me into why did God choose a woman? You know, I was just, I was praying this morning and I was just thanking God for making me the way that he desired for me to be, for creating me to be a woman. You know, we have so much strength, so much courage. The things that he placed in us was probably one of his greatest creations that he ever created was creating us. And if you're not proud to be a woman, you know, I don't know how, you know, I could assist in that, but I will tell you this, be proud to be a woman. Um, and I know times are hard today. You know, we have to all of our single moms. I was one of those, you know, that trying, trying to make a pathway to leave a legacy for their children. Keep doing it. Keep your head up. Keep looking up. Never stop moving. Never stop doing your best. Not Never stop giving it a, your all because, again, you just never know. Not only are you leaving a legacy for your daughters, you know, you're changing and helping change the course of history. The, you, you're helping. Your contribution matters. Your voice matters. Everything that you do as a woman matters, whether it makes it to the books or not. So woman was created as a helper to the man made from the rib of the man. Now, you know, we know that Adam gave her her name. One man, because she was created out of man. She was taken from the rib of man and made, right? So again, it's one of the greatest creations God ever created was us. And so although each of our personal life purposes will be different, a woman's true life purpose in general really is to create, not to destroy. So we should really be helping create and not tear down. You know, we have enough evil going on in the world. The last thing we need is for other women or women in general to be tearing down another woman because it profits nothing. You doing that profits nothing. 
And it doesn't cost you anything to say, hey, sis, you know, those are some cute shoes you got on right there. I like that. You know, your outfit is rocking, you know, your face is beautiful. You know, your makeup looks, who did that? You know, it doesn't cost us anything to compliment one another, try to help one another. We so busy tearing down each other that it just seems like we're always competing against one another. Oh, because she, she has this, or she drives that she lives here. You know, we need to stop doing that to each other, y'all. Um, it is to leave your family, friends with more hope, love, and emotional resources than they had before. That's part of the reason why we were created. And so it wasn't just for us, family, friends, in season, out of season. That's why he made us. That's part of the reason why we were created. It is to live your passion so that you can be an example to others. So now we were created in his image, which means that our purpose and our plans, the plan that was destined, predestined before we ever became, before we entered the world, it is our job to seek him daily in, and be in pursuit of our purpose. So if you don't know, I'm going to suggest that you get in your word, you get before the Lord, start having conversations with God about what it is and why it is. What is your purpose? What is his plan for y'all? And he will reveal it to you. Trust me, y'all. He will reveal it. That's not something that I heard. That's something that I know. They are the primary care. Women are the primary caregivers of children and elders in every country of the world. So we do more than just create. We are the primary caregivers for our children and elders. And this is global, y'all. It's not just here in the States. Global. It's all over, right? Men and women are different but equal. They're both of equal worth to God. Meaning males and females do not need to compete. They should complement one another. Both are necessary and important. So you cannot recreate life without a male and a female. And you know, God is so purposeful. He does nothing without purpose and a plan. So even the species, the animals, he made male and female so that they can recreate. So we're equal worth to him. Yes, the man is the head as Christ is his head. And the woman is to help mate, helper, help me, whatever you want to title it, however you want to title it, right? But we can't do this without them. I know, you know, we have a lot of independent women who have had to just step up to the plate and do the things that they needed to do. But we were made for each other. We can't recreate without one another. And we don't have to 
be in competition with one another. We were physically designed differently for a reason. And part of that reason is to recreate life. We can carry a whole human in our body that will grow and develop into a baby. And then we deliver. Our body is equipped and handled for creation. It's not by chance. Woman was created to be the mirror image of man, his complement to help him. So ladies, it is not our job to walk in front of him or behind him. We are to walk alongside. We were made in God's image and his likeness. And he created male and female in his image and in his likeness. And so we should constantly be complimenting one another. And I've said this plenty of times for those of you who are married, if you're in a relationship, when people see your spouse or your significant other, however you want to term it, um, out with their friends, they should always be a reflection of you. For the men, your wife, someone sees your wife out, they're going to automatically know that she's a reflection of you. Why? Because of how she carries herself, the conversations that she engage in. And you don't ever want to go out with your friends and they're talking about your spouse. She does not reflect or carry you very well. She's not a reflection of you. And that's sad, you know, because the enemy thrives on tearing down families, marriages, households, right? And this has gone on from the very, since the very beginning of time, right? So the enemy have played on the woman since the beginning. And I'm going to get to that here in a minute. But this has been going on since the beginning of creation. The enemy has always seen the woman as a weaker vessel. Not as strong as the man. Well, in physical stature, that may be true. Because we were made differently our bone structure is different from the males so you can go into science and dna all that stuff and find we were made different for a reason so physically no we're not built the same but he's been playing on the woman since the very beginning and even to this day, the enemy still tries to come in and attack the woman first, especially in relationships. So God created a woman to help share, encourage, show compassion. Both man and woman are to display a partnership that portrays how God interacts with his people, the church. We are the church. So when he made it to be good, 
when he made man and woman, he made them to be good. Why? Because we were made in his image and in his likeness, right? She's not limited in what she can do. Proverbs 31 woman is a prime example. We are so talented and gifted. We can, we can multitask many different things because he gave us those specific things. Even with our emotions, it's different. You know, so again, we should be honoring one another. We're one of his greatest masterpieces. We're a masterpiece. We are the apple of his eye. He loves us so much, right? Which takes me to now, you can't month and not talk about two very important women from the Bible. The first one is Eve. Her name means living one or source of life. She's the mother of all living things. The mother of creation. So you cannot not talk about, and she gets a bad rap, what happened in the garden. But God still loved her. He created her for Adam because he thought that it was not good for Adam to be alone. Someone special for him. So we are special. Fearfully and wonderfully made. In his image and in his likeness. The essential maternal function of women. God created Eve to make a wife for Adam. She is the mother of all living things. Again, you cannot talk about what women are doing and how they're making history and not go to the best history book there is. And that's your Bible, the word of God, where in the beginning she was created. She was there in the beginning and you can't leave her out of women's history. Month. The second most important woman, I believe is a part of our history is Mary, Jesus's mother. So why did God choose Mary? And you know, it's interesting because during the time when the angel approached Mary, well, when he visited Mary, Mary probably would have been around the age of 15, 16 and back then, you know, they got married at that age and set to be married to Joseph when the angel visited her. And in Luke chapter one, and it starts in verse 26 and goes on where Gabriel visited Mary and he called her favored one now you know that hits different when god sends one of his own one of his strong angels to go visit a virgin to tell her that 
she would carry the savior of the world, that she would birth the savior of the world. And he favored her. It's different when God favors you. When God favors you, he will orchestrate and cause everything else around you to come into place and align with his will and his purpose for your life. So the thing that I found to be one of the most interesting things about Mary was the fact that it was because of her obedience to God and her willing heart that she was picked, that she was chosen to carry our Savior. Her obedience to God and her willing heart. She was only 15, y'all. Most of us wouldn't have, could even fathom or imagine making a decision at 15 like that. I'm not saying that nothing is impossible because we know that through God, all things are possible. So nothing is hard for him or too hard for him to do. But because she was obedient and we know that obedience is truly better than sacrifice. And sometimes it comes out of our obedience. And her heart, she had a willingness. So there was a yes even though she didn't know how it was going to happen. She didn't know. She wasn't prepared to give birth. She didn't know what that was going to be like. And Joseph, on the other side of that, you know, how do you explain that? So I couldn't even begin to imagine how she must have felt and then how he must have felt after he got the information. Because back then, you was a virgin. You didn't know no man. Especially if you were betrothed to someone that you were going to marry. You were clean. Right? <laughs> so I can't even begin to imagine what his thoughts must have been like when she told him that she was pregnant by the Holy Spirit. Now, keep in mind, if you, if you know your word and if you read your word, then you'll know that there was an angel that visited Joseph to tell him that because she was carrying the Savior, that he still was going to be her husband and that he, he couldn't, because he was going to put her away. You know, he was going to leave her and God wouldn't allow that because there was a purpose and a plan for Jesus to come into the world. So after the fall of Adam, the first Adam, the second Adam, which is Jesus, there was a plan in place. And so God was not going to allow his plan to be disrupted. And not saying that she didn't have her issues or her challenges. I'm sure she had a thousand and one questions about how she was going to parent him. How, you know, that's a lot. Talk about pressure. Now that's pressure right there. Because an angel told her that she was going to deliver the savior of the world. 
and then she was going to be responsible for helping raise him. So, okay, so again, you cannot talk about women and not talk about Eve, the mother of all living things. And then Mary, the mother of our Savior, Jesus Christ. Mary's lineage traced directly back through David, Judah, and Jacob. So the Savior had to be born in the right lineage. There was prophecies about the birth of Jesus. So not only was she favored, but because of her obedience to God and her willing heart, she was right in line with the, the right lineage for him to come through because the prophecy spoke about the savior being birthed through the lineage of David. God is very intentional and very purposeful about everything that he plans and has planned and what he has planned for our lives. Just know that he's very intentional about that. The, and because of love, just like Mary was chosen, so are we. So because of the love that God has for us, he wanted to make sure that we got his very best. It doesn't get any better than Jesus. And Jesus had a willing heart. I'm sure he was nervous and everything else about going to the cross for us, but he still did it. He understood what his assignment and purpose was. And he never lost sight of that. Sometimes we lose sight of so many different things. And it gets us off track because we don't understand what God is doing. But the more you are in his presence, the more that you pray and get in his word, the more that you worship, you'll learn more about what his purpose and his plan is for your life. She was favored by God, as I stated earlier. You know, that hits different. When God favors you, that's something totally different because he will cause everything and everyone else around you to align with that. She was there when Jesus took his first breath and his last breath. It's nothing like the love of a mother for her child. And I thought, and I never even really thought about that part of it until I read it. But she was there when he came into the world and she was there when he left. And I don't know what that pain feels like to lose a child. And I prayed that. I don't have to ever experience that pain, but nothing is like the love of a mother for her child. So now she had a baby at a very young age and she was given the responsibility of raising this child up. And she watched him go to the cross and die for the world, the sins of the world he died for. 
He knew no sin. But he became everything on the cross so that we could have life and have life more abundantly. I don't know if if you even understand or even can comprehend the love, how much God loves us. Anyway, let me keep on moving. Her virginity was crucial. It was the fulfillment of Isaiah's prophecy. She was morally pure and modeled courageous faith in God. So now, do you have a yes? And I'm talking to the women out there. Do you have a yes? Whatever it is, do you have enough faith to believe that if he called you to it, he's equipped you for it? In order to be a trailblazer, a trendsetter, you know, opening and paving paths for other young women and grown women, for that matter, to walk through, you have to have faith and trust in the one who created us. That if he has taken you to it, he has equipped and prepared you for it. And even if you don't feel like you're prepared or equipped enough to handle what God is calling you to, he will give it to you. He will get you ready. He will prepare. And and you don't have to fret over that. All you have to do is have enough faith and trust to believe that he has you and it's already worked out. She had a servant heart. God gave her honor. That's the other thing. It's nothing like anything when God honors you. It just hits different. So a servant heart, she was just willing. She didn't know, she she got revelation about what the assignment was, but she didn't know that he would only be here for a short time and that she would have to witness him go through in the most crucifying crucifixion that there is ever talked about in the history of crucifying someone. I couldn't even imagine looking at my son go through something like that or my daughter going through something like that. Mm -mm. No, ma'am. Could not. So, again, you know, we need to honor and give each other our flowers now. Tomorrow's not promised to anyone. And if God allows you to wake up and gives you breath in your body, compliment another woman, whether you like her or not, whether you know her or not, because it doesn't cost you anything. Well, you know, That's all I have for today's episode of I Am Broken. I want to say thank you for joining me and for taking time to listen. Before I close out, let me close out with a word of prayer. Gracious and Heavenly Father, I just want to say thank you for creating women, Father God, for creating us to be a helpmate, Father God, for creating us to create 
and not destroy each other, Father God. So I pray, Father God, that if there's a woman that listens or hears this podcast, that they too will seek ye first and your kingdom and your righteousness and everything that they need shall be added unto them. And so, Lord, I thank you, Father God, for making women. I thank you for everything that you have placed within us, Father God. I thank you for the purpose and the plan that you have for each one of us. We know that they are all different, Father God, but I thank you, Father God, that the woman that will hear this, Father God, is a trailblazer, a trendsetter, Father God. Hallelujah. And I thank you that the path and the legacies that she will leave, Father God, whether they make the history books or not, whether they're talked about in the schools or not, Father God, she is still yet making history. And so I just pray that this word falls on good ground and not bad ground, Father God, that those that hear it may not just be hearers of the word, but also doers of the word. It is in your name of your son that I amen, amen, amen. So if you've enjoyed what you heard, please share it with family and friends and leave a comment or a review on your preferred platform. I have several. I have several. Um, you can find this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, of course, Podbean, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Amazon Music. You can also find me on IG, Instagram, broken underscore zero one 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 two one. You can find me on Twitter, the at sign beautiful all capital letters 110371. I also have a TikTok. It's the same thing at beautiful. Those are all lowercase letters 110371. Those are the platforms. Next week, I'll be back with another exciting episode. You trust me, don't want to miss next week at all because I have guests that will be joining me. Um, I will have a guest that will join me on Tuesday at seven. That's the new time. Um, six due to my work schedule, I had to, you know, scale it back a little bit here, um, which is awesome because it gives more people time to get home and get on and join or whatever. Um, but the podcast will be at seven o'clock moving forward, but I'm celebrating women all this month. So next week I have guests lined up and I'm so excited because y'all, they're going to bring it. They are absolutely going to bring it. So I'll be back with another exciting episode next week with guests. Um, please go to my, the platforms. You can follow me, like I said, on social media, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok, um, so that you can see what what I'm doing, who's going to be a part. Also, be sure to tune in and join me. If you haven't had a chance to check out the second edition of my book, Broken, To Be or Not To Be, that is the question. It's available now on Amazon. You can get a copy via Kindle or a hard copy version. Um, but until the next time, trust in the Lord with all your heart understanding and all your ways acknowledge him and he shall direct your path. That's Proverbs 3, 5, and 6, my favorite scripture. I'm your host, Robin. Take care and be blessed.